0: Everyone! Hey everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. Um, so we're recording remote today and Maddie, I need you to know I felt the passion when you sang it that time. Like literally felt it in my face. Wow, I really was like, wow, I was really giving it zero effort with that one because I found a chocolate stain on my comforter. (laughs) (laughs) No one's surprised by that. Um, No, we're also not surprised that today when I woke up and was getting dressed, um, I slept in like this crop top sports bra thing. And guess what happened when I took it off? Your boob fell out. Half a cheese it fell out of my titties. <laughs> 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 That's good stuff. So I literally said, how long was that in there? Cause you know, these <laughs> things are massive. I can't, if something gets lost in there, I can't feel it. If I didn't <laughs> see it go in there, it's not coming back. So I take my shirt off. So we're one in the same we're one in the same yeah so like how are you doing i'm doing good um yeah i'm doing really good how are you doing um i'm doing i wouldn't say really good but like i'm doing pretty good okay (laughs) um i have good news what i kissed a boy (gasps) Oh my god, I kissed a boy and I liked it. Did you? I liked it a lot. And I'm so happy because I was starting to like do that thing, you know? Like I just was like, I kissed a boy in like so long. And so like naturally, the only answer is I am but ugly. No. Um, but I'm not, I remember, and I'm not, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But I was so sad. I had so much fun on Saturday, and I hung out with so many boys, and, like, um, my guy friends came and met me and some girls at a bar, but, like, brought so many boys that I didn't know with them, and I was like, wow, this is my favorite day ever. (laughs) but it was just so fun, like they were playing like old 90s and like early 2000s songs, but like, not the like cheesy, generic, like all the 90s kids you love when we play Spice Girls, like the actual like jam that you would like kill it to, like they played Mariah Carey, Always Be My Baby and I actually thought that I was gonna pass out because I've never heard that out at a bar. And also, the force behind how I was, like, scream singing along. I was, like, really losing air function to my brain, I think. You have to. It was so good. And then I met a boy. And, of course, um, he actually started it this time. It wasn't me. But I was, like, fully touching his body. And I was like, oops, sorry. Just kidding. Do you want me to go? (laughs) Oh, also, um, he didn't complain, but if anyone has any tips so that I can say more than just, so, do you want to kiss me? And can I put my phone number in your phone before um, I forget that I want to give it to you? Like, <laughs> if anyone could help me have a different script. <laughs> I, the, what? You're not even going to ask me for my phone number? And, okay. Yeah. I mean, one time he did say, no, I'm married. And then I said, well, oh then what the fuck are you talking to me for? Um, and then he left. So, you know. He with caution. <laughs> <He's> so <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm married. I probably would have said the same thing. Like, what? Leave me alone then. What? Yeah. It was fucking stupid. Oh, God. Well, nothing like a good laugh to... You're right into a sad moment. Yeah. So, just for starters, I felt like I didn't want to get too heavy. I feel a little bit too passionately about too many topics on here. And so, I'm just going to keep it very brief and light and just, like, acknowledge some things in the real news that I feel like it wouldn't be right for us to, you know, do the whole episode and just, like, not acknowledge. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That being said, um, rest in peace to our American soldiers that did lose their lives this week in Afghanistan. That's really sad. And um, I just, like, hope that everyone could just take one second and just remember that, like, you're probably just a regular civilian. And, like, you don't know what it's like to be in the military. You don't know what it's like to be the president. All of it is unfortunate. And, like, your negative attitude is not helping anybody, honey. Oh, okay. yeah. So, like, rather than complaining or saying mean things on the internet, I highly encourage you. There are tons of military spouses. Like there's a bunch of like, um, one I saw earlier was like wives of the Air Force or something like that. Like there are tons of women, spouses of active military people that are like creating these amazing GoFundMes to help um, women in Afghanistan and help like refugees that are here now. Put your energy there. Also, just like, Send love and light to women in Texas. As of this week, they have lost some of their rights. And I'm sure if you read the news, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't want to argue with anyone. So I'm not going to get into it. But just send them love and light because, you know, someone out there needs it. And it just got, like, way harder for them to just, like, live a happy, healthy life. Yeah. If that's the way that they choose to do that. And so I feel really sad for them because it's just, like, not fair. And also, I would like to shine a little love on the people in Louisiana and also people on the East Coast like New York and New Jersey who are being hit with all the storms and the flooding and the tornadoes. And so there's also really amazing GoFundMes um, going around for those as well. And if you have things that you can donate, um, like diapers and feminine products and food, there's lots of places. I encourage you all to just like look it up and try to help out your neighbors yes okay i feel better getting that off and so now we'll just like hop right into like drama news so first up i keep talking about it because i'm really interested in how this will play out and so i've been keeping up with the baby's debacle and he actually has been in touch And had meetings with nine different HIV advocacy organizations to not only apologize, but like sit and have an open conversation and learn why what he said about um, homosexuals and HIV, like why that was so harmful. And I think that this is a really great learning moment for everybody. Like he did say a really ignorant thing, but he's like doing the work to like not be a trash bag person. Which I think is really interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you don't have to suck forever. Like, he very much could have been like, okay, I said it, and that's how I fell, and you guys can all get over it, bye, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, he's
0: actually going around and apologizing. I was like, nine? That's a lot. That's not yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's. So, good for him. And um, I'm interested to see, though, like, going forward. Because, you know, sometimes people don't forget. People don't forgive. So it'll be interesting to see if his music, like, if he puts out new music, is he going to be allowed to perform at things again? Will it perform well? I don't know. I'll see. This next story has me really, oh, God. It just has me really um, intrigued. Intrigued is the word I will use. So Olivia Rodrigo, we all know her, love her, stan her. At this point, I think that um, she might be my new religion. Like I listen to that album so much to get through the workday; it's insane. She just recently gave up some of her royalties and gave writing credit to both Taylor Swift and Paramore. Fun fact: It is different when you get sued for like your music sounding a little too much like somebody else's um it's called different things if it's like you stole the music or the words or the likeness of a song in which case that's what's happening to olivia is some of her songs are just a little too inspired by paramore mm-hmm. and also taylor swift um specifically good for you deja vu and one step forward three steps back and so it's crazy to me, though, because the media is kind of painting it out as if Olivia did something bad, and he, I'm going to tell you what happened, and then you tell me if I'm crazy. So from what I read, Olivia's team was in touch with Taylor Swift and Paramore, um, like Amy Williams, <laughs> Hayley Williams, but also like the lead guitarist, and I forget his name already, but um they had all been in touch like a few months before the album came out and so obviously she's been very open about taylor swift and Paramore being like big inspirations to her um and i don't know why people keep coming for her she also said that like the 80s was a big inspiration to her and people were like oh her album cover looks so much like the movie carrie and like what okay she said she likes it though so it's not like she's being sneaky shady like sneaky right. people's ideas Like, she's paying homage to stuff she likes. So I don't really understand. Um, But one step further here is she was in Like, their teams were in touch. They heard the songs before it went out. Nothing, like, no writing credit was given anywhere, no nothing. Until the album comes out, it blows up. People on TikTok are talking about how the songs sound so similar and, like, doing that thing that people on TikTok do where they, like, put the songs on top of each other to show how similar they are. And so now, Olivia has given official writing credit to both Taylor Swift and Paramore. And she is, like, splitting the royalties from the song with them. Wow. But they're, like, painting her out to be the bad guy here when, like, their teams were in touch beforehand. Right. So what changed before you knew the song was coming out? The song got more popular than they thought it would. And what's crazy, Maddie, the numbers are insane. It's, like, how much money she made off of Good For You was, like, $1.4 million in streams so far. Just, like, uh, so she had to split that. And between, like, it's not just you split it with... Now she was splitting it in half with just, like, her producer that she wrote the album with. Now she's splitting it in half with um, Paramore. But there's two people involved. And so she went from... Um, or I misspoke. The song made like two point something million dollars. Her actual cut to take home was like $1.4 million. um, After like sharing with her writer and producer. And now she only got to take home $325,000 of the revenue, which like of course in the grand scheme of things is a lot of money compared to like you made $2.3 million to now you're down to one point four million. Now you're down yeah. to three hundred twenty-five thousand. I'd be pissed because, like, we could have just split it from the beginning, and you guys only want the money because you saw how much I was going to get. And, and also, that's me too. Because it doesn't pair more Like, they don't. They pretend they never even wrote that song. Like, they never ever sing it anymore. Yeah, and so I don't really understand. I mean, right? Like, it's weird. And good for you is like not a toward women. Well, misery business kind of is. It and kind of I think it is. is. All a little It's a little sketch, right? Yeah. I'm double sketched out because um the Taylor of it all. I just like her and Taylor have been so like oochie, oochie mm-mm back and forth in the public lately you know like olivia was like oh my god i'm such a big fan and then taylor was like oh my god i love you you're so talented this girl's gonna take over the world let me have some of your money right like i thought the way it was going was very like olivia rodrigo is this generation's taylor swift like yeah you know she's going to give these girls that same thing that taylor gave us and so that's really amazing that's great for her and taylor realized it and was like oh my god i would love to like if you're ever in town where i am at the same time like we can sit in the studio and write together all the things and olivia got offered to open for someone on tour and she declined and the rumor is that she declined because she's going to open for taylor swift when she announces that she's going on tour with like her version Of all her albums, you know? Mm. Like, that's the word on the street. But it's just like, to me, Olivia's team has declined to comment. And, you know, she's such a classy gal. She hasn't said anything about anything. But, like, I want to know how she feels. I want her to call me and tell me because I would feel a little bit slighted that Taylor went from, like, ooh, girl power. She's going to take over the world. I'm going to take her under my wing to, I'm going to take your paycheck. Taylor, please. Please, but okay. There's that, and the very last one. I hope to God you saw this drama. Um, the Kourtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, Scott Disick of it all. I did. Yes. Okay. Let's let's get into how stupid that is. So, for people who don't know, Scott Disick used to date Kourtney Kardashian. They have three kids together. Three, four. No, three. three. Right? You know, there's just so many Kardashian children now. It's like, hold on. Who belongs where? Courtney has three, and they're all with Scott. Okay? Scott is obviously obsessed with Courtney, loves her so much, wants to be the love of her life, but he can't get his, you know, his shit together. And so they're not together. Courtney's with Travis. Before she got with Travis, she dated this really hot guy named Eunice. Okay? And so everyone knows Travis finally flew on a flight again for the first time in 13 years after surviving a plane crash. So him and Courtney are in Italy living their best PDA lives, okay? Like, making out across the whole country. It's beautiful. But yeah, that is, it is beautiful. It's And, you know, it's, like, a beautiful thing because he probably has never even been there in so long because he hasn't flown in so long. Like, it's, it's just, uh, I love it. I love it. But they were, like, making out on this boat. And Scott took a screenshot of a news story. And sent it to Eunice, fellow ex-boyfriend of Courtney. And was like, yo, bro, what's going on with this girl in the middle of Italy? Like, is she ill? Is she okay? What's going on with her? Like, you know, trying to have a little bashy bash. And Eunice replies like, no, I need you to keep that same energy you had about me publicly, privately. Like, you don't get to DM me like we're friends. I'm not your bro. As long as Courtney is happy, I'm I don't care. Like, I just want Courtney to be happy and, like, live her best life. I'm really happy for them. Takes a screenshot, puts it on his story, lit it up on fire for everybody to see, and I know that Court was just embarrassed. She's so embarrassed of Scott all the time. She, like, responded really nicely, though. She just, like, put up a Bible verse. Oh. And Travis Barker put up a Picture of Ray Liotta like in some gangster movie, like really laughing. Also, Ray Liotta could get it. Who is Ray Liotta? Oh my god, Natty. I'll show you. He's (laughs) He's old now, but he used to play in like mobster movies all the time. He's so hot. Have you ever seen the movie, um, Karina Karina? No, okay. That one's not a mob movie, but I thought maybe
1: you might know that.
0: But anyway, like nobody cares, but like poor Scott. But also, that's embarrassing. What would you do if your ex boyfriends were like gathering to talk shit about you? <laughs> I don't know. I I wouldn't do anything. I just like whatever. You guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> Classic answer. <laughs> <laughs> I would be scared. I think. Like, oh my god, what are we talking about? But that's it. That's the three. Wow, it was cracked so weird. Mm -hmm. Hi, Maddie. Do you want to take us into the topic at hand, Jersey Shore? (laughs) Um. (laughs) So this week we are talking about passion projects we have collabed with one of our friends who makes beautiful jewelry earrings specifically and we have our we our line is by the time you hear this it will have been launched and you will all of it already hopefully yeah no so we <laughs> we picked out colors and and patterns and all the different things and she kinda of made our live in the jewelry earring world. And so we are gonna be interviewing her in a little bit. And now we're just gonna talk about passion projects while you are listening to ours. Yeah, I was just gonna say I think that this show quickly went from like a fun little idea. I just I just remember having the idea and you and I talking and being like, well, it doesn't matter if anybody listens to it. It'll just be fun to make it. Like we think we're hilarious and it would be nice to like have some of our conversations just like recorded and easily available for us to like revisit. But also if somebody wants to listen, it would be so cool because like I think that everything I have to say is valuable even when it's stupid. Yeah. But I really love that we have that in common. Um and like snacks hasn't even like blown up or anything. Like we have a very tight knit little circle here. Like we've got some um like avid followers who are you know, like you guys get us. Um it's fun talking to you guys in like the DMs or like when you reply to our stories. Like it's really nice. To just have a little community. And it has honestly changed my life for the better. Two. It was like, you're not going to say me too. That Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, me too. It really has. What's your favorite part of like making your passion project come to life? Um, I'm going to say working with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, oh. like, you know, I mean, I have my singing thing, but it's so boring when it's just you. Like, and I don't ever want to do anything for it. And But then with snacks, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Bree did this cool thing, so I should probably do something cool, too, now. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it is nice to have somebody to, like... I used to... I've always... Wanted to be a blogger since, like, before being a blogger was like cool to do. Um, I think that's why I feel so passionately actually about this snacks and like this little passion project of ours now because I think that's exactly why I never like just stuck with it. I made my first blog in like sixth grade, and I just, you know, obviously, if I would have just stuck with it from then, I'd be such a big deal by now. Such a big deal, but it's it is so hard to like feel like it's fun and it's you're motivated and all the things when it's like just you, especially when you're first getting started. Because like if people aren't, I mean, before I was just like true life blogging, so it's just like taking pictures with my digital camera and like typing up a blog post. And there's no way to know um, how many people are seeing it, if people are even reading it, if like your friends from school are making fun of you. So I always would just like blog for a while, and then just, like, stop, because I'd be like, what's the point? Yeah. But, like, now it's, like, really fun, because I'm basically just blogging out loud now. <laughs> Which is, like, fine, because I have so much to say all the time, but it's nice, because, like, if... I think if I were doing it by myself, I would have given up on Snacks a long time ago. Like, oh, I have so much work to, like, make an episode, and
1: whatever. Yeah,
0: but like now it's very like no. I know that I have a good idea and like Maddie has a good idea and put them together. It's gonna be such a funny episode and people are gonna love it. Yeah, and even when we don't like, sometimes I'm like I don't really have much to say on the topic, but then like we bounce off each other and it's just great. Yeah, and it's nice because we like hold each other accountable. Like you can't just flake on something, right? Because it's like it's like that I'm gonna mess up your day or I'm gonna mess up what you're supposed to do next like you know like usually on Sundays I'm hung over and just like lay in my bed and treat my body like a garbage disposal <laughs> <laughs> but like now because of snacks it's like you no. Know, you have to like get up at a decent hour and like get your day going get your things done because you gotta edit the episode and get it up get it up wow you know like if i don't get it up on sunday it's like Natalie is not gonna be happy because like you didn't put work in all week and like help create the episode and contribute all this content to like not have the episode go up it's rude yeah it's also rude because i never put the up anymore (laughs) i don't know how to edit them but maybe one. You know, it's I'll okay. Learn. Yeah, you can learn. I just yeah, can't because I don't even <laughs> Oh yeah, I always forget that. I just love um my boss bought me a computer, so I can't quit my job ever. Cause I think if I quit I'd have to give it back. And then I would have to buy my own computer and that would suck. Because computers are so expensive. Oh my god. Um but I just, like, am really obsessed with, like, watching YouTube videos and then, like, like, I just always, like, I will see somebody do something and I just know I could do it better. Yeah. And that's really something that drives me here at Snacks. We'll see somebody else do it. And I'm like, all right, if she can do it, I could for sure do it. Like, if that girl can have 10,000 followers, like, I'm going to get 10,000 And then I'm going to get 10000 more just so I could know that I could do it. And I knew I could because I could do it better. Oh, my God. And so, basically, I'm a little bit crazy. (laughs) Like, it's nice because you don't think like that. You're just like, okay, here's a good thing to do because I want to do it and it's fun. So, like, those things go well together. Yeah, we even each other out, you know and all all aspects of life. Oh my god, always. I don't think I have any other passion projects besides snacks though. I just have my singing, but that's not really a passion project. It's just like I'm you know, you're just talented. <laughs> Try to spread it around. So live. you know. Really, you do have a voice made of gold, and like, if you didn't let people hear it, it would be upsetting. Um, you know, something I was thinking about when I was thinking about passion projects and how they can really just like, you know, change your life. Um, it started because I was watching this TikTok, and so this lady went viral because she's a teacher, um, and she does these funny TikToks of like when kids in her class are arguing, they're like in junior high. And um like breaking up the argument, she'll just like listen to the drama and the gossip. But she started selling these like skincare things and now she's not even gonna be a teacher next year because she's made so much money from this like hair stuff she sells. She's like, well, Oh my god. I would try it because I like making it and it really does help my hair. And like a couple of people from TikTok noticed like I had a, a lot of hair growth since I first started making videos. And so I was like, oh my God, I love making this oil. Like uh, if you buy the stuff, I'll make you your own little batch and you just like put it in your hair and it's so nice. And so it literally just started because she liked doing it. And over the summer, while the kids were out of school, she was like, I'm not kidding. I was able to move. Like, I have a new, better place because I just, like, started selling this stuff that I have been making in my kitchen for years. And now it's her passion project. And she's going to quit her job next year. Like, she's like, after this, these kids will oh god. Um, so, like, that group of kids, they'll graduate um, eighth grade. And so when those kids graduate, she she's like, well, I'll graduate, too. Like, I'm just going to. Have my own little company and sell my hair things. And so, basically, this is my PSA. If you have an idea, girl, you listeners out there, just do it. Just do it. Because the worst thing that's going to happen is like people don't care. But the best thing that could happen is you could literally change your life. Yeah, really. You can. Similar to our friend here, Little Miss Nodded. Yeah, she. Is doing so many things. She she does it all. And we will let her do it. So we'll be right back with her. Okay, and we're back with our guest. This week we're joined by an old high school friend Mina. Hi, Mina. Hey. So, we know our Mina from high school. Um, No, that's not true. That is not true. That I is know for me. Middle school. I met Armina in sixth grade. I've known her since yeah. I was, like, 12.
1: Yeah, uh, awkward, you know, teenage stage.
0: <laughs> we looked completely
1: different, all
0: the things. <laughs> um, but we're so excited to have her. So she is queen of the everything. project. I mean, any and everything that a person could do or be good at, she is. And so I... First, we have her on because our cutie collab um, is with her company, um, Knotted, and so she's who brought our earrings to life. Um, so, I Amina, mean, why don't you tell us about the different little projects slash companies you have under your belt right now?
1: Oh, girl. Oh, the mm-hmm. list. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I technically have three businesses. Um, I did make a decision recently to kind of scale back on two of them just to focus on some other priorities, but um, I started off with um, a photography company, um, which had a couple of name changes. You know, trying to become creative and really find myself. But um, I have a company called Mod Studio, and it's where I specialize in like portraits, engagement photos. My favorite is boudoir, so anything scantily clad, I'm all about. Um, and that started in 2011. So right out of um, high school, I started doing photography, like for real, like for business. Um, It's something that I still want to do, even when I grow old, I definitely want to have a photography business. Just at this time, I'm gonna like, scale it back a little bit. And I also have a bakery business. It's called Sugar and Spice Bakery. Um, Specialty is macaroons. It's mainly because I developed a gluten intolerance and macaroons were like the one pastry that I knew were gluten-free that I could like experiment with and make my own and that actually took off and became really big and I love baking but um it takes a lot of energy with my autoimmune disease that I have so I don't always have the best like hand-eye coordination skills anymore (laughs) so that's why i'm kind of like slowing down with that too but i'm doing holiday stuff for that and then i have knotted which is like my little dream baby that i never knew could come to life and be like so amazing knotted
0: i know you just mentioned um your bakery business blowing up which i do remember seeing like literally one facebook post of you being like hey guys so i'm gonna be making these like i think it was like the macaroons and like vegan like rice krispie treats or something Mm -hmm. like that was some other like good vegan treat and i was like oh nice i have to keep that in mind i'll try to like order some this weekend or something like that and i feel like five seconds later it was all I could see on my timeline. So many people talking about it. Yeah. And then when I actually clicked to like see what was going on and like if I could get some, you were like, okay, guys, no more orders right now. I'm like overwhelmed. And I was like, wow, oh, I
1: just read it. What? Yeah, it gets to the point where like when I do bake, it's overwhelming because one minute it'll be like two orders. And then the next thing I know, I have like four catering orders. The most I've ever done was... um company event and it was like 1500 cookies and I was like I'm going to die this weekend and you do it all
0: just yourself
1: I do them all myself I did have help my Um, my mom was helping me for a while because I mean why not use your parents for help because they're so sweet and gracious Uh, (laughs) and um, plus we have so much fun we put on like vinyl and we dance around and stuff so it's not really work but when it's Amounts of, like, you know, those amount of people like putting in orders, it's just way too stressful. It takes the fun out of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I am one person. Um, I did tell myself I'd hire assistants going forward when I'm doing large orders, like holiday time. Just November and December is just crucial.
0: I'm sure. My yeah. roommates and I tried to make macaroons a couple times, and it's stressful. <laughs> it is stressful because it's like you do one thing wrong and it's over. Like screw Sometimes you back. don't even
1: know. Yeah. Sometimes you right. don't know until you know, you've put them in the oven.
0: And it you're like so they're destroyed.
1: I don't know how <laughs> you do it. <laughs> and yours are
0: so pretty Every, yeah. Time.
1: Thank every you. time. Yeah. I'm all about vivid colors. I mean, yeah. we eat with our eyes, most likely, you know. Oh you see amazing. something like that looks good, it's gonna taste good. So I kinda do the same thing. Viby-colors um I feel color.
0: like the same thing happened with knotted, like You posted, (laughs) I, you just, like, I think the passion is just, like, contagious, like, everything you do, I can tell is, like, something you genuinely enjoy, you're genuinely interested, and, like, it's, like, you post it, and, like, your level of excitement just, like, gets into people's brains, because I, same, you posted, like, two sets of earrings, and then next thing I knew, Nodded had like over a thousand followers. You were blowing up on TikTok. And like I was trying to order earrings and everything was telling me sold out. And I was like, guys, what? she's my friend. I was here first.
1: <laughs> no, I definitely agree with you. I think in like a week's time, I blinked and just so many people were following and I didn't know how it happened. Um, I think it was um, when I updated the brand and change packaging. I think that really took way on Instagram, well, and I think a lot of people liked so it. Oh, it's it's everything. It's everything wow. I wanted. I remember sketching the logo. Um, my friend Kayla actually designed the very first logo, and I'm so happy that I had someone to be able to help me with that. And I told her like I think I want to really dive into, like, the meaning behind knotted and, like, what I feel like I represent with the brand, and I'm very much whole soul, like, to an extreme, mm-hmm. and I believe in, like, the universe and, like, um, clarity, so I, of course, had to include the third chakra in the logo. I'm all about your intuition, and it just, it turned out so well. I had so much fun um, designing it. And I worked with this great brand called Barnaby Fox. You have to check them out. We do custom um, stamps, and she also does logos as well. But um, I couldn't be more happier than what I am now with this this look. It is, look.
0: yeah, because it is. It's and not like, it's not like cheesy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I feel good. like sometimes when people do like the boho vibe, like like you were saying, you are actually a boho vibe. Like I've known you for years, and you've always been so like go with kindness, lead with love. You're nice to everybody.
1: Um, I try to be. I'm nice until I'm not. And so when I really I see do this, try, I'm like, this is
0: this is her, and this is like your packaging, your like branding is all very you. Whereas, like other people, I feel like it's like. Uh, they're like trying to make. No, that's not. Yeah. Also, guys, if you order from Nadib, the packaging is so cutie, but like sometimes she throws in little stickers, and I don't know if it's because I'm special or if she just does that for everybody, but my last package came and I got two Starbursts in there.
1: Oh, yeah. Ooh. I got to out of sweet treat. And so basically, to-
0: I was already a repeat customer, but. Candy is the way to keep me coming back.
1: <laughs> I do have to be cautious, though, because I'm all about, like, people's eating limitations just because I've had them. So I started looking into vegan and calorie-friendly sugar treats. So there's going to be some changes where people can actually, like, request or, like, give some info for shipping. Oh, my gosh. So you tailored are so to thoughtful. So thoughtful. We we'll try.
0: So, which
1: okay, is I'm, your favorite passion Ooh, project. good one. Ooh. Oh, that's tough. Okay, so actually, it's not something that I do for business. Ooh. Wow. I like a good DIY project. To the point where I've already, like, planned out all the power tools that I need to get when I move. And, like, the next, like, six or seven projects I'm going to do. Oh, my gosh. I basically have hand-on, like projects in my room to like make it come together. I would love to do that for people. Like help with interior design. Oh yeah. I could do that for you. I could see that for you and
0: also I would trust you to decorate my space a hundred percent. Oh my god, let me do it. Well, so fun I'm still sure on a couch for my home, but once once I actually have furniture you are more than welcome to come. I'll be your 1st down. Yeah. Um. So, how did you decide? With like, I just feel like you're just a person with a lot of interest in a lot of different things, and it just like so happens that you're good at so many of those things. So, I know you mentioned like scaling back the photography and the baking, and what was that like for you to come to terms with what you where you needed to scale back and like where you needed that boundary.
1: Okay, so I love that you say that I'm good at like at a lot of things, which I'm going to let you know, it takes so much effort for it to come off, like I'm just naturally good at it, but thank you, and I basically had a breakdown, oh, <laughs> I loved no. you so much, I know, and it's sad to say that it, it got to that point, I was beyond burnout, and I would never mm-hmm. tell someone to like do that to themselves, but... Sometimes you get to a point in your life where you feel like you can do it all. You're superwoman. You can handle it. And I remember thinking about it for, like, a hot second. Like, I really need to just focus on, like, one thing for once in my life and not, like, a whole bunch of things. And then I pushed it out really quick. I was like, nope, that's not me. I've never been that kind of person. I've always done a lot of things since I could remember. I want to say, like, I was six and I was in, like, dance and, um theater stuff and tumbling. I was always doing something. But I take care of my mom. So I'm a caregiver. I have a full-time job. I work in messaging. Luckily, I work from home, which makes it easier. Um, I was doing the photography. I was baking, um, doing knotted, which takes a lot of energy. A lot of it's handcrafted. And like one item or one set of something it take hours to produce. My gosh. Um, And then trying to remember to like, you know, practice self-care, which I was not. And I was getting like super depressed and my anxiety was bad. It just, it was taking all of the joy out of everything I do. And I was starting to procrastinate and avoiding, you know, talking to people. So it just wasn't worth it. And I was like, well, what's, something that I want to put all my energy in right now. And it was not it because it's so creative and I haven't had a serious creative ability in such a long time, you know, being in the house and quarantining a lot. And, uh, I made the decision. I was like, Nope, we're just going to see how this, how far this goes and like, you know, what happens from it. And I told myself I'll still do photography. Um, I just won't have open books. People have to contact me personally. Um, and I'll still bake, but only for catering. So I think it's for the best. I think it, I think it's going to be um, a good adjustment. That way I can come up with a routine that really works for my lifestyle right now.
0: Yeah, yeah I, think, I that think that sounds organized. <laughs> and full, I'm hoping. <laughs> no, I think that's good because then it's, like, not fun. It's, I feel like it's sad if something is, like, you do it for – the enjoyment of it. it's like I mm-hmm. like I'm just thinking of before when I was a dancer like you go to dance class because it's fun and then mm-hmm. like naturally I was on like a bajillion different competition teams so all I had to do is practice 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 you never get to just like do the fun dance and it's like well now I just like don't want to go <laughs> Cause it's mm-hmm. like so hard and it's like sucking the life out of you like you want to do your fun thing because it's fun so I'm glad that you were able to like yeah, Find that space to just be like, you know what? Like, I still love it. It's still a passion project, but I don't need to be doing, like, making myself miserable. And now like, you'll be able to give more of yourself to each project.
1: Yeah. I think, yes, and I'm already working on some stuff. Like, the things that I've been working on just in the last week, I'm so excited about because I really feel like I'm putting the right amount of focus and energy into detail. Um, I don't feel like I'm rushing anything. I'm just so excited. I have so many things to come for the rest of the year. You guys aren't ready for it. My god, my so, wallet's not.
0: I know it's <laughs> you know, so bad. Think, uh, of like what's coming after the snack pack launches, you're like, I'm Oh, yeah, right I'm working working like, on.
1: and I was like, hmm, What's that? Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> I have probably about six active collections that i'm working on so knotted yeah it is a boho vibe however i do like trendy things i like whimsical things i'm an emo kid at heart so i like to keep up with what's going on but still you know having like a bohemian base so there'll still be like macrame involved because why not macrame every day every day <laughs> okay so tell the
0: people where they
1: can find
0: you on socials. What they should follow you on, tag, plug all your stuff.
1: Okay, so knotted. Um, it's the same handle everywhere you go. So Facebook, Instagram. We don't have a Twitter. I'd get a little carried away, but it's my knotted shop, and that's also the website and the email address. As far as the photography goes, it's Mod Studio underscore Co, my company, and then the bakery is the SNS Bakery, and those are on Instagram.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm so excited that we could finally do something together. Um, so our snacks pack with Nodded will be launching. We're recording. What day is it even? Thursday. So, it'll be live tomorrow, September 3rd. So, when you listen to this, it'll be past that. And so, if you haven't Not been on live, it. follow Nodded and also
1: buy some earrings.
0: <laughs> yeah, and tell all your <laughs> friends to buy some earrings.
1: Oh, and there's going to be a code. So, I know I said I would post tomorrow morning, but since we're on here. The code is V-O-B-10, so it's 10% off your order. It does only apply to the Snack Pack collection, hey. um, but that way somebody gets some discounts off. Make it easier. And that is V
0: as in very, O as in on, and B as in <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Okay, well, thanks so much, guys. Glad you were able to join us. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You're such an inspiration. Oh my god, truly. Uh, I try. (laughs) Well, we love you. Bye. Bye, ladies. Bye. Oh, it was lovely to have her on. yeah Start now. Almost paradise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That song, the whole intro. This show is too much for me. But let's I let's just get it over with. Yeah. Um literally this week, Monday I thought was like snooze, snooze, oh my god, what's happening? And then Tuesday was like, oh my god, what's happening the whole entire episode? Yeah. Okay. Can we let's let's take it from the top. Okay. Um, because I'm confused. What? I'm confused too. Okay, so obviously Chasen comes, yum yum, yum, he was gone too. <laughs> Goodbye, Chasen. Whatever. And yeah. then the whole Carl Chasen DeAndra of it all. First of all the exchanging of the hideous jewelry. Yeah, when Demi was like, please somebody spare her, I was like, Okay. I thought that I was just, like, rude because I was like, I wouldn't want that bracelet or that necklace. Obviously, if you were to choose, the necklace wins because it was, like, bigger, better, flashier. But, like, right. It was to weird. be clear, that looks like it was made for a rapper, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not the lady that you're loving. Yeah. Um, And then I don't know what it is about this Chris guy, but I just don't like him. I don't know. I don't like him, but I feel like she's going to like. I just I don't know. I have this feeling that they're going to be like so annoying for the rest of the season. Me too. Um, also, I love how she was like, I really want to see Chris. Who the fuck is Chris? Yeah, even he know. said he was like, yeah, I was on. I don't even remember who Claire. He's like, I was on Claire's season, yeah. kind of barely. Same as like gone. She was out of there. Oh my um, God, yeah. Okay. Okay, this whole thing with Mari. Okay. Basically, oh my god. She basically was like if somebody asked me date, I want to go, but if you want to talk to other girls, you can't. That's basically what she was saying. And she was like, "But I like you and I want to explore what we have here." But Kenny, shocking, did the right thing and very much was like, "Then we should just call it now and like right. if you are going to be open then so am I because you don't get to do both. And she was like, wait, what? Why would you say Colin? And He's like, you just said you're op- you are You want to be open. You want to be able to just go on other dates with other guys. Right. And she's, and she's like, like don't right. put words in my mouth. And I was like, he's literally taking no, words literally out of your mouth and telling us what you're saying. <laughs> like, you said it. And then he agreed and said, okay, me too. And now you're crying. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it was a little shiesty of Demi to be like, but Demi was like, I don't, everybody's all coupled up. And she was like, you should just go, Mari was like, you should go over uh, after whoever you want. And then she did. <laughs> <laughs> she had instant regret. Like she said it and Demi was like, smoke coming off of her toes. She ran to Kenny so fast. Yeah. Also asserted her dominance because she hooked up with it. Yeah. So that was crazy. And Mari threw the cake in the fire. And honestly, as just like a bystander, I would have been Riley in the situation. Like, I'll figure out the drama later. But just like, can I mourn the cake? Because I can't think of anything more rude than picking up a cake that was like in the middle of the group. And then throwing it in the fire before anyone got to Yeah, because that was like a cute thing that dummy did. Yeah. So that was annoying. And also it didn't make her look good or like make Kenny want her back. It didn't work because he fucked Demi five yeah. seconds later. So sorry Mari. Yeah, she did it to herself, honestly. I know. Um, Natasha and Brendan, I don't believe any of it for a second. Rose, I've never disliked watching a kiss so much. Like it was so bad. And then afterwards, she was, like, crying about it for two episodes straight. She didn't even, like, smile or say thank you. Like, if Brendan kissed me, <laughs> I, would I would be literally, for the rest of eternity. Like, and she didn't even, like, try to keep the kiss going. She just literally was like, okay, and, like, kept talking. I would have been, like, beaming from ear to ear and be like, oh, my God, do it again. Yeah. It, so, yeah. like, okay. their chemistry is, it's not there. It's It's non-existent. And then fucking Tammy threw a wrench in there by being just I, w- I was trying Ugh. to like her too. I know. I do feel bad. With in her, Thomas's she's defense. shamed. In Thomas's defense, she fully kissed him. Also, that's what's crazy to me that she was like crying and she was like, I didn't mean to like I didn't like intentionally hurt him. And I would just like to for anyone who didn't watch, I would just like to give you a basic timeline of events, okay? In the morning, Tammy is making out with Aaron, love of my life, googly little teddy bear, and telling him, "Oh, we have such a strong connection. You can trust me. It's so great." Ooh, lulu. fast forward. It's nighttime now. She sees Thomas. She approaches Thomas. Tells Thomas she wants to go talk. Walks right past sweetie, sweetie boy Aaron. Yeah, he is. So and funny. is sitting with Thomas. And the whole time they're talking, Thomas is talking about how everyone can see them. And everyone's looking over at them. And she says that she can feel the eyes, like, stabbing in the back of her head. And Thomas is, like, honestly looking a little hesitant for the kiss. And Tammy's like, whatever. And she goes for it. And then afterwards, she makes a comment. Yeah, and, like, makes a comment again about, like, oh, I can feel, like, daggers in my back. Like, everyone's staring at me. And then Erin gets upset. And she starts crying and is like, I can't believe I heard him. Girl, that was on purpose. <laughs> what happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Trey saying Tammy is displaying huge trash bag behavior. <laughs> Human trash bag behavior needs to be put on a shirt immediately. Yeah. Tam- well Tammy was definitely in the wrong there. Um Yeah. She definitely didn't have like a leg to stand on. Like the tears I truly would have been like, save it. Um and I get it like the allure of Thomas is really there like he's so tall, he's so hot, it's something new, whatever. But like that was clearly going to be a game-changing choice. Yeah. Like definitely. she didn't even know if she liked him. She just wanted to make out with him. And like what if I hope that their connection fizzles just so Aaron can laugh at them. Me too. Um anyway, then Trey and Tajwan go home on their own. Accord, yeah, <sighs> um, yeah. Like that's the smart girl and you know no one's gonna fight pick over you. Deandra. Blah, oh. blah blah blah. No one cares, and she throws a wrench in there and picks Ivan, which good for her because Ivan deserves love. He does, and also he was cute. Like he did come check on her when they were fighting, just like and full genuine,
1: no ulterior like, you okay.
0: motives. Um, yeah, I, and then Becca Kufrin comes, Yeah, which, she's yeah. so pretty, she is pretty, I don't know, everyone is excited to see her, blahdy blahdy blah, blah, um, yeah. Tia comes, we forgot to talk about Tia, Tia comes, and she goes on a date with Kenny, De- you well, no, 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 he does like get mad too, Demi gets, like, possessed. She was, like, literally doing an evil laugh. And it was honestly, if I were Kenny, I would have told Tia no just based on the way Demi was looking at him. Like, if that were me, I would have been like, no, I'm good." But I don't think, I don't think wrong. He's playing. Demi is one who's, like, you go to paradise to date everybody to see what you like. Okay, that's what he's fucking doing. He was going to do that. True, but I do. So I don't think he did anything wrong because obviously that's the point to like date around, go on the dates, and see who you do and don't like. But here's where I think Kenny screwed up, and I think that he's dumb, and I couldn't stop tweeting about it. Um, so two two things really. Demi sat him down and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he basically was like saying. Tia wanted to go on a date like would she be okay with it and she flat out said no then he said but like can I go and she said I don't I mean I don't want you to like she said no in several different ways and then he kind of was like well I don't want to make you upset uh, uh uh and like to me it kind of made it seem like I really want to go on the date but you seem upset so like I'm not going to go on the date and then still went on the date and I didn't love that that wasn't just like a clear well I'm gonna go like, he's doing a weird downplaying thing. Then he goes on the day with Tia and kind of does the same thing. She's like asking, Should I be concerned? Is Demi going to be upset? Did you guys hook up? And he's like, Yeah, but she understands it. No, that girl is walking into a fire pit when she comes back. <laughs> because Demi told you, I'm not going to be happy if you do this. So why are you telling Tia, No, no, it's going to be okay. She won't freak out. What? Like, downplaying to both of them is only going to blow up for everybody. Yeah. He shouldn't have done that. He should have told Tia, Yes, she actually told me she didn't want me to come on this date, but I really wanted to come on this date, and so I'm really sorry. I'll try to keep Mm. her in check when we get back. Like, I'll try to make sure she doesn't come after you. She just, like, comes at me. Yeah, but I think Demi needs to check her hypocrisy. But, like, maybe at this point she changed her mind. Like, now she doesn't want to fuck everybody now but like what if he does you well, know I, mean, I he's think gonna well yeah. yeah he definitely is um, like now Demi's ego is bruised and she's gonna she's on the attack just say Demi has a very fragile ego oh 100% um, and then Abigail and Noah you know I Ooh. forgot I think they're gonna be okay I really do Been there, and it's just like I don't. Yeah, it's like what? Yeah. Um, and then they have the nude volleyball scene, which was totally fucking weird. But um, and then so like fucking the nakedness was weird. Oh god, Kendall coming. But wait, I want to say something about Tia. Um, I don't love the like. Oh my gosh, y'all! I just read my Bible, (laughs) but then she's like laughing at everything and like also took her top off and she swears every five seconds and she's like my my bible study watches this whips out her nipples so like pick one and like okay people are gonna hold on i want to rephrase that i get it because you can do both maddie and i do it all the time you can be a churchy girl and a frisky girl all at the same time but her, it's just like it's too much. It's like every five seconds it's like Jesus, 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 the Bible. I'm so holy. Please don't put me in that category because I go to church. But like she's also yeah. doing the same things as everything else. And I just feel like it's going to come up in a way that's going to annoy me. You know, like I'm just imagining her like getting into like an argument or something and she's gonna like bring the Lord into it and it's like let's let's leave Jesus out of it. Yeah, I agree. Um And then fucking Kendall comes, and I think Joe and Serena are so cute and, like, innocent and, like, oh, my God, they're so cutie just, like, getting to know each other. And she literally doesn't say hello to anybody. Yeah. It's a beeline for her and says, hey, butthead, that's fucked up. But it was so funny that Demi was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And Joe's like, what? And she just stares at Kendall. Like, she doesn't say anything. <laughs> Yeah, and so that really rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't yeah, love how I, she entered the chat. I didn't like it either, and I also just like never liked Kendall. When I, I don't was know watching. anything about her except for, I broke believe up. she was on. I think she was on the same season. Wait, there is potential other drama. Maybe she was on the same season as Becca, um, fighting for Ari's love. Oh, so. yeah, I think so, too. I just didn't really like her. Not She didn't do anything. You know, she wasn't, like, a Victoria where she's, like, you know, actively, like, so annoying. Um, I just, like, didn't care for her ever. And I am, my first impression now is not great. Yeah, me either. But we will see how it all shakes out. And you can follow us. On Twitter to see our live tweets at um, snacks underscore in the city you can follow us on Instagram at underscore snacks in the city and our personal handles on all platforms are at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna with that snacks out